When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello, welcome to the Cricket Podcast with me, Ross Legg, and my good friend, Jack Hope. How are you doing, Jack? Uh, yeah, not too bad, Ross. Not too bad at all, thank you. Good. Um, I'm leading the intro this week um, for this IPL special, as I'm actually in person. I'm on the ground. Um, I'm here in the UAE. Um, unfortunately, despite my best efforts, they wouldn't let me into the ground or give me a media pass, something about the cricket podcast not being big enough. Um, and they've got pretty rigorous quarantine measures, apparently, according to like Kevin Peterson and Shane Warne. And I think we're pretty much on the same level as those, I think, these days. Um, Jack, how far do you reckon um, Dubai have gone to showing off that the IPL is being played here? Uh, that's a very good question. Is is it quite a gaudy mural? Perhaps I don't know. I don't really know. I've never been to Dubai, so I don't know how they they demonstrate that things are happening. Well, I think uh, in in Dubai, the best way I can pro- probably describe it is that everything looks like it's been vajazzled. It's probably the best <laughs> way I can possibly explain Dubai. Like everything is extra. It's all shiny. Everything looks pretty incredible, um, and everything's like pumped in your face. Like every, there's billboards everywhere, and it's got a very Americanized marketing um, and advertising. Um, I've been all over the place here in the last week or so, and um, let me tell you, the uh, the UAE could not care less that the IPL is here. <laughs> I've seen I've seen one billboard. And that had MS Dodi selling ink cartridges on it. And I heard one radio advert, and you have to get everyone in the car here. Radio is always on. Um, and it said that the IPL is a home run in every sense of the word. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, one, what that means. And two, it's obviously not related to cricket. So, uh, so this is uh, completely strange. And then in my hotel room, there were seven sports channels. Not one of them was playing the IPL at any point. Um. Yeah, not ideal. So how have you been keeping up with the tournament then? 
if you haven't managed to break into the are you not just not standing inside outside the road in Sharjah hoping for the ball to come over the fence are you not one of those people no I'm, I'm not the um, I'm not the sky, the sky sports cameras aren't going to pan to me playing <laughs> playing a bongo drum at the old Trafford um, tram tram station um, no but just there's not been as I said any coverage really um, all I've been doing is kind of our WhatsApp group keeps you updated and following it on Google there's I haven't watched any of the cricket, um, but just kind of the ball by ball commentary. Um, what is good though is that the majority of like the hotel staff and like, the waitresses and everything um, are kind of from Sri Lanka or India. So I'll get talking to those guys, and they obviously love it. Um, but it's all focused around Kohli and Dhoni. They don't care about any of the other teams at all. They ask who they support. It is either Kohli or Dhoni at RCB and CSK respectively. Um, and then there's only one Sri Lankan player in it this year, so they're kind of just like, yeah, we like it, but there's no Malinga. <laughs> um, so it's a little bit, it's a little bit uh, not underwhelming, but I kind of thought there would be more to it. Um, anyway, let's get on with uh, reviewing the last couple of games uh, before previewing this weekend's fixtures. Um, Jack, are you going to start with CSK? Is that who it is? Yes, it's um, this is looking back to Tuesday. It was the Chennai Super Kings v Sunrisers Hyderabad. Um, we said before that game that it was a battle between the two most turgid teams in the tournament, <laughs> and we weren't necessarily wrong. We, we, I mean, we literally said on our show on Monday that the team that batted first would score about 160, and then the team batting second wouldn't be able to handle the scoreboard pressure. And that, in a sentence, is is what happened. Um, <laughs> so Chennai Super Kings they threw out their old strategy of chasing, um, uh, and they batted first. Um, Curran. Sam Curran, as as he always does, does um, made some things happen. Hit, hit a few sixes, um, and and you know they they got to 160, 167, and um, yeah, like I said, Sunrisers they never never really got going. Um, I guess the question that we should all be asking, uh, we can go into a, a detail on a couple of points in, in a second, I think, but 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 the broad question is, uh, is is this new strategy enough for Chennai Super Kings? to get back into the tournament, Ross? Um, well, I think we've all been hoping that CSK would completely plummet and finish bottom. Well, that's, that's, that's fair mm-hmm. for the podcast to say. Um, specialists in failure, they were dubbed last last show. Um, and that obviously went straight straight into the bin as they won the game. Um, <laughs> but I think it's, it's interesting, right? They've um, Donny, in his post-match interview, said that they've, uh, they're treating it now like a mini-tournament. Like every game is kind of a knockout game in their head. So every game is a cup final we refer it to as. And uh, it's interesting, right? Sam Curran's obviously now opening the batting and the bowling, which is it's an, interesting, day out, it's, yeah. it's an in- interesting move. Get your match the, uh, through birth. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a Sunday first captain, isn't he? That's what he's <laughs> turning into. Um, but it's interesting with um, people like Dwayne Bravo coming into the team. They just look a little bit, I don't know, just a little, a little bit well set. And uh, other than Faf de Plessis getting a first baller, um, actually it was a pretty decent CSK performance actually in terms of the rest of the tournament uh, yeah no I think that's that's a pretty good summary um, one of the things that I thought they were able to do so the CSK are kind of known for controlling the game with the, with their spinners but usually they do that in the first innings to keep the other team to like a chaseable target and then their batting lineups very much built around being able to sustain sort of an eight and a half and over cadence for 20 mm-hmm. overs um, it, it seems the, the trend in this tournament is that you get more joy from your spinners if they're bowling second 
Um, and I, I think definitely in this game, Chennai's spinners uh, have more of an impact than they have 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 had previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, in a couple of games, uh, Trawler in particular was going all around the park bowling first, <laughs> um, and it, and in this game they they bowled quite a lot of overs of spinner, and it was it was very hard to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I think we need to talk about is the Dhoni wide situation. Uh, Ross, you said you, you've been following a lot of this ball by ball. I'm not sure if you've seen seen. Uh, have you seen this? And uh, all, all, I, all I saw was some Instagram posts taking the piss out of what Dhoni can actually influence in life. And uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm in, I'm interested to hear what, what, what this event was. Uh, so basically, there were a couple of overs left, and and um, SRH Sunrisers they needed quite a lot of runs. Um, and Rashid Khan left a ball or, or missed a ball that went over the tram line. The umpire went to wide it, and then Dhoni kind of threw his arms in the air, had a little bit of a hissy fit, and then, and then Rifle Paul Rifle, the umpire, um, put his arms back down and, and didn't didn't wide it. Yeah, it was it was. It was uh, it was a low point, really. Some, in, um... re- some real typical backbone from the Australian <laughs> umpire there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I mean, like, I, I, plenty has been said about this already, um, <laughs> but it it is a little bit. It doesn't. It's not great for the image of the IPL. I mean, it already has a little bit of reputation as as, as being maybe style over substance. I think that's incorrect. I think it's the best cricket tournament that happens on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. But I think it gets knocked because there's a lot of glitz and glamour. Um, but kind of, as you say, I guess, I suppose, Ross, like a lot of people are only there for, for, for Dhoni and Kohli. Mm-hmm. Um, that that sort of thing doesn't help the image of the tournament. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It doesn't look like a fair tournament when 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 a guy can just sort of wave his hands around or his gloves around, and um, and, and the umpire will midway through making a decision change his mind. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's not it's not a great look. Uh, I tell you what else isn't a great look is David Warner's moustache and his continued <laughs> awful captaincy. Like I, I, we're now seeing that there's a couple of captaincy changes actually going on, which we'll talk about later on in the show. Um, is there a case to say that Williamson, who captained them when David Warner was banned, let's not forget that he did cheat David Warner. Um, I mean, he's just, when could he be replaced by Williamson? That would be great to see. Well, this is, I was going to talk about this in the preview of Sunrise Hydra KKR on, a, on Saturday, but we might as well pick it up now. Um, Dan Weston, who has been on the podcast a couple of times, he's a cricket analyst, works for Leicestershire. And I think the Birmingham 100 team, so like it isn't actual analyst, he's not just a bloke. He's been doing, uh, <laughs> he's been doing Twitter threads uh, after each match. Um, and in this one, he was talking about Sunrise's Hyderabad's game plan and how Warner's part of the problem. So to summarise, it's a good thread. It's actually worth going to read if you're, if you're, if you're listening in now. Um, to summarise, though, what Dan is saying is that Sunrisers don't have a logical game plan. They're batting like a team that are capable of defending 150 when they actually don't have the bowling to defend 150. <laughs> um, so they need to change something. And, and, and that's like, it's hard to just bowl better. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, um... <laughs> I, I reckon that's David Warner's leadership style. I reckon, can you just be better at cricket, please, is the team talk. And he probably doesn't say um, please. So, so maybe the factor that they can change is is how aggressive they are. So, don't aim for 150. Aim for 180 and accept that sometimes you're going to get 120. Mm-hmm. Like, but you might get two out of three times. You might get 180, and then and then your slightly less good bowling attack can has has got an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a problem at the moment because Warner is eating a load of balls up, uh, and he's not really doing. He's scoring like 50 or 40 balls, which is 
like bang on course for 150, but it's not going to get them to 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 score that is is defendable with their bowling lineup. So what what Dan Weston's saying basically is that Mohamed um, Nabi should come in because he improves the bowling and he gives them the opportunity, he gives them a player who can hit and aim for that 180. Um, but because Warner's the captain, they can't drop him. And because Williamson's batting well, they can't drop him either. And because Bairstow's the best opening batsman in, in, in T20 cricket, basically, uh, you can't drop him. And then Rashid Khan's a bowler, so he, like getting rid of him is going to be gonna, not going to help you at all. Um, so they basically, yeah, basically they've made a weak player their captain. Um, and they're going to get knocked out of the tournament because of that. So, so they've made their bed, and now they've got to sleep with ugly <laughs> David Warner in it. Ugh, yeah, God. yeah. Anyway, um, that means after, after that game, Chennai Super Kings improved their record to match Sunrisers Hyderabad. Both teams at the point of recording have won three and lost five. So it looks like a long way back for both of them. But, you know, don't ride Dhoni off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on then to um, uh, Delhi Capitals, who beat the Rajasthan Royals. Um, after a strong opening spell from King Joff, um, the skill of Darwin and Ayer going to lead uh, DC to a decent 1-6-1, um, which looked probably a little bit short, maybe like 15 runs or so. Um, and Rajasthan Royals started off really well with Stokes and Butler um, finding a little bit of form before DC's bowlers decided just to turn up and um, ultimately stifled what was a, a relatively promising run chase. Um, wickets fell frequently and uh, ultimately resulted in, as I said, the 13-run win for the Delhi Capitals. Um, it was, a, again, a bit of a, a bit of a, almost a run-of-the-mill game, actually. I kind of expected Delhi Capitals to win that. And when it came to it, this Delhi Capitals bowling was just better. They had more bowlers. Like Joffre Archer can't, we've said it before, Joffre Archer can't bowl all their overs. And unfortunately, everyone else lets them down. Even Stokes went for 24 off two overs. Um, Ravi Ashwin, four overs, one for 17. Yeah, I've got that down. Ravi watch. Yeah. The thing is, he's just increasingly just incredible. Just a great character to have in all the cricket field. Um, but again, it's, it's quite interesting. Like Rishabh Pan, obviously out injured, thought that was going to have a bit of impact on him. Actually, it made no difference there against Rajasthan Royals. Um, Steve Smith, I think on the last show I was on, uh, we had some correspondence that said, when is Steve Smith going to drop himself? And we both laughed in the face of it. <laughs> i tell you what, it's not looking good for Steve Smith, is it? Um, yeah, he's not having a great tournament, is he? No, uh, there's, <laughs> no there's, there's, there's now rumours that uh, he might well res- uh, give the captaincy to Josh Butler. Blimey. So, yeah, so I'm not sure if Steve Smith is planning change. on leaving, if there's some Australian fixtures coming up ahead or he wants to go back and out of the bubble, I don't know. Um, but he's not hitting any runs and actually... When when those when the rumours start circulating about captaincy changes in IPL, they normally come true. <laughs> yeah, um, they, it was an interesting one, wasn't it? For like, I, I, from the point of view of of Delhi Capitals being able to claw back a game that looked like it might have got away from them. Um, so so I think at one point Rajasthan Royals were eighty six for two, chasing one hundred and sixty, which you know is pretty good with ten overs left. I should add as well. Um, but that, yeah, like you say, Ross. I mean, that's the benefit of having Rabada, Ravi Ashwin, and and, and uh, Nokia. Nokia. Yeah. Um, did you see Nokia's over where he pulled five balls over 150 kilometers an hour? Yeah, he'd be horrible to face. Like, <laughs> he's like, and the thing is, he doesn't look like um, like if I was playing playing as like Rabada. Rabada looks like he wants to knock your head off. Nokia comes in and he just he's just got the smile on his face. He's just like, yeah, I bowl that fast. And it's just like, okay, mate, I'm not getting anywhere near this. <laughs> 
Um, did you see as well on Twitter? Uh, ra- uh, ra- before the game, Rajasthan Royals. Rajasthan Royals Twitter, by the way, they their their modus operandi is to just have a pop at all the other teams, and they're the big wind up merchants. And they um, they tweeted something. They were like, "Has anyone bowled, or can anyone bowl quicker than Jofra Archer in the IPL?" <laughs> uh, and obviously, Nokia bowled that over. And um, the Delhi Capitals Twitter sent them an image of the of the speeds and be like, <laughs> how, "How how do we transfer this title to uh, Nokia?" I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, the Capitals are pretty good, though. I mean, I think that maybe the one issue they've got, like you said, they didn't quite get. The, the 15 extra runs. I, I do think having Hetmeyer and Pant out injured, and I think Pant's out going to be out for a while. He's got a grade one tear in, in his leg. Um, so I think that's a little while. And that, that does reduce the the kind of explosiveness slot slightly. Um, and Alex Carey's in um, as a replacement for Hetmeyer, but I don't, not really the same calibre player, I would I would say. Yeah, Kerry's Kerry's shown at some points that he's got a bit of explosiveness about him. But again, I think he's just a slow starter. In ODI cricket, that's just about okay. But in this cricket, it's just not going to work. Anyway, DC win again. They go top of the league. Um, Obviously, Mumbai India are the plane today. um, But at the moment, they are leading the pack. Um, That moves us on to Royal Challengers Bangalore against Kings XI Punjab. So this is another weird game involving Kings XI Punjab. Um, Royal Challengers... Um, Bangalore, they they opted to bat first and posted 171, which was probably a few runs short again. Um, I mean, the big talking point here, I'm sure we'll get into it, is that they didn't send in AB de Villiers until there were only four overs left. So they had the opportunity to send him in after six and a half overs and then after ten overs, but both times opted to send in uh, a left-hander, which was apparently part of a game plan. Um, so 170 was the 171 was the score there to chase. Uh, Gale restored to the Kings eleven Punjab batting lineup. Uh, well, I mean, he, along with Agarwal and, and KL Rahul, looked like they were going to make quite light work of the score. So with 18 balls left, they needed 11 to win. Obviously, because this is Kings 11 Punjab, um, they decided to completely lose the plot at this point. <laughs> and um, so they took it to the last over. They needed two off the last over. Gale went for a, a big heave across the line. Uh, and it looked like it was going to go for four, and, and then the, uh, a, a sliding dev to Padakal clawed one back in, and obviously because it's Gale, like it was not, it was, should have been an easy two, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a one, and that leaves KL Rahul on strike with the with the field up and tight facing uh, Chahal, the, the the leg spinner. Um, he hits two to to point when he hits one to point. Then off the second last ball of the innings, he goes for a quick single, which is obviously not going to work with Chris Gale. Chris Gale maybe gets halfway down before before the stumps are, stumps are broken. It's um, it's a complete suicide single, um, and that means the last batter has to score one off the off the last ball. Fortunately, Gale's out of the equation, so there is the opportunity for a quick single. Uh, anyway, anyway, Puran just goes down the pitch and hits it for like one of the like just completely smacks it out of the ground. It's a six. Um, and you're kind of left wondering, like, with 18 balls left, why didn't you just do that earlier and save yourself the misery of potentially taking this game to a super over? It was like just a completely mental approach um, to the game from from one of the craziest teams in the tournament. Yeah, I, um, yes. <laughs> did you enjoy Gale being back in the in the fold, Ross? Well, I'm going to say it. We have been calling for this for ages for the Kings Eleven Punjab. They've looked kind of all at sea, and then it's amazing how. 
um, Rahul and Agarwal can set up a pretty decent platform, but they haven't had the players around kind of Puran to actually kick on from that point. So they've always been in that position where they decide they go from almost 10 and over down to 6 and over and it actually just doesn't work out for them um, Universe Boss it was no surprise to me from perfectly honest he's always <laughs> going to hit he was always going to hit runs he's he's one of those people who he's not going to be out of a tournament and then people start talking about it talking about it talking about it he wasn't going to disappoint and he got 50 off of what 45 balls not the greatest innings I think in- I think it was 50 off 35 or something like that and then and then because they the last 18 balls they tried to get them in singles it was um yeah. I mean, they, of the of the eleven runs they did score, I think there were three wides and a leg by in there as well. So they basically scored six off <laughs> bat in the last eighteen balls of the game. It's just, yeah, uh, I, honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they're almost unwatchably frustrating. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're a Kings Eleven fan, you're sitting there just like, "Why am I doing this to myself?" Uh, but the same could be said for RCB. So their tactics, again, that, that I can understand following matchups and I realise how important it is, but sometimes there is a bit where you just be like, we do have A.B. De Villiers in the world. He's probably the best all-format batsman, potentially of all time. And you're sitting there going, oh, actually, he's not very good against a googly. And it's just like, just send him in, mate. South Africa did it at the World Cup, when they in the T20 World Cup, where they had a problem with sending him in before like the 10th over. They thought he couldn't do it. This is A.B. De Villiers. <laughs> Like, just just send him out there. Um, what I've got written down here is um, Chris Morris is actually showing that he's worth the investment, maybe not the 1.4 Yeah, he has, he has improved the team, I think. Yeah, you're but right there. There's a, there's a real strength in there, both from the batting, I think he had 25 or eight balls, I think it was, and about four overs, I think it went about five and over, which for, for RCB is what they were kind of screaming out for. They needed that extra bowler who wasn't going to go at nines or tens. Um, and I think... Uh, I think it's kind of promising, even though even though um, they lost, I think RCB uh, they're almost figuring it out, and they're, they're in that top four at the moment. I think it's a it's a good place for them to be. Yeah, yeah. So that that game basically means, I mean, um, that uh, Kings Eleven Punjab they they've won their second game in the tournament. So they've doubled the number of wins they have got. Uh, still bottom, um, but I think if they win every single one of their last six matches, they can still make the playoffs. So the well. dream isn't dead. Is is a guy all the uh, the orange cap holder at the moment as well? Uh, he might he may well be. It's been it's changed between the two of them quite mm. a few times. They 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 both uh, Rat KL Rahul and Agarwal have scored quite a lot of runs. Mm-hmm. Um, Royal Challengers Bangalore they fall back to five uh, wins and three defeats, which is still pretty comfortably in the in the in the top four. Um, I would be surprised if they managed to completely blow it from here. Um, but it's RCB, so you never know. Um, that's. <laughs> That's the uh, that's the reviews of the of the games, and we're going to have to miss today's game, aren't we, Ross? Because we are actually recording um, uh, at lunch, basically. Um, yeah, so I think we, it's fifteen minutes into the game, I think, yeah. at the moment. Um, um, so we're not we're not going to be able to cover that, but um, uh, you know. I've got down here. I think uh, it's Mumbai Indians for, versus um, the Kolkata Knight Riders today, and uh, it's one that KKR can actually afford to lose. I think Mumbai Indians, obviously, the best team probably in the tournament other than Delhi Capitals. Um, and I think, uh, I just can't see KKR actually pulling this one off. So, well, uh, famous no, last well, words for me. Well, they're currently on 12 off 2.2 overs for no loss. So, read into yeah. that what you will. Uh. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's have a quick break and come back with the previews. We love hearing from our listeners. So, please follow us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you have a great story like Scotty G did about the Hayden Way, Matthew Hayden's personal website, we want to hear about it. So from wherever you're from, send us in a great story and we'll read out on the show. 
email us on thecricketpod at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Previews of the, the next four games. We'll do Saturday, Sunday and well, Monday, so it's five games, isn't it? Um, cricket podcast maths. <laughs> <laughs> We'll start uh, chronologically, as we always do, with the Rajasthan Royals v Royal Challengers Bangalore. Uh, this is the early game on Saturday, so 11 o'clock if you're in the UK. Um, what, to, what time to do are your they on? Team. Remember to do your yeah, I, for, yeah. I, I think I've forgotten every Saturday so far when they've been a doubleheader. <laughs> um, this, I think this is the start of a big weekend for the Rajasthan Royals. So they're already drinking in the Last Chance Saloon. Um, and I... <laughs> I think nothing less than a win um, can get them into whichever saloon you go to, uh, one above last chance, um, <laughs> the second to last chance saloon. Um, Royal Challengers Bangalore, on the other hand, as we were just saying, they're sitting kind of pretty. Um, as long as they don't do something crazy with their batting lineup, they're they're usually quite good. I think mm-hmm. in this tournament. Um, I mean, obviously. With Coley, you've always got the the, the crazy ideas machine um, operating in the background. Um, but if if they if they if that doesn't happen, I expect them to have a bit too much for the Royals. Um, what do you reckon, Ross? Well, I think it is a must-win game for Rajasthan Royals, as you say, and I think because they've got people like Stokes and Butler, and Butler could well captain, as we were saying earlier. Um, I think they're the kind of players when their backs up against the wall, they do pull out a really good performance, as has been demonstrated I mean, by Stokes numerous times, Butler this summer. Um, so I don't think you should write the Rajasthan Royals off, actually. Um, and I think after after they've lost to Kings XI Punjab, I, as much as they shouldn't really worry about it, it's exactly the kind of thing that RCB would worry about and they would panic a little bit, I think. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But I'm going to say that it's uh, going to be a Rajasthan Royal win. Uh, oh, that's a bit controversial. Um, so, I, I mean, like you were saying there, uh, Rajasthan Royals, they kind of pursue a great man theory type philosophy to picking a cricket team. Um, so their, their, their four overseas players would definitely feature in probably multiple of the various World 11s you could put together across different formats. Um, but they've not really, so far, they haven't won a game because of one of them coming off. Um, Sanju Sampson's maybe takes a credit for for a win, but he's definitely not in that four elite. Although those those are the kind of four elite players, um, and Twatia has sort of helped out. But I reckon they'll be looking for a bit more from Butler, Smith, and Stokes if Smith hangs around. Um, I mean, Archer obviously has been pretty unbelievable, but um, can't bowl all the overs. Mm-hmm. I, I I I do think yeah, Butler and Butler and Stokes, uh, to maybe to a lesser extent Smith, they will need to come off. Um, for Rajasthan Royals to win. I mean, it is possible. I just don't see it happening, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm, I'm going to st- stick my neck out and say Royal Challengers Bangalore, which puts us at odds. I mean, the, the last show we did together, Ross, I think we agreed on everything. Uh, um, I tell you what, though, we didn't we didn't get too many wrong. <laughs> I was very impressed with us. I was yeah. very impressed. Uh, we're definitely better than the listeners. Um, if you want to play along, by the way, we do we do a pretty much game. Sometimes on the weekend we don't do it, but um, we do we do a poll before most matches. Um, so check us out on Twitter at the Cricket Pod um, to to get your vote in there. 
Um, anything else you want to say on Rajasthan Royals v Royal Challengers Bangalore, Ross? Uh, no, I just uh, well, yeah, one last thing. We, when we did the preview, you said it was uh, they were the closest thing to kind of like the the, the England style or just the English culture. If you're if you Who love the Royals, Eng- yeah, if you love England, you love the Ro- like that, they're the team for you. And your kind of great man theory is like, hits home quite well there. It's just like <laughs> doesn't matter about everybody else as long as we've got one person who can do everything. <laughs> I think we're going to be okay. Um, so uh, Queen Elizabeth to score the winning runs in that game um <laughs> so let's move on to the next game which is the delhi capitals versus the chennai super kings well yes the the capitals of course are flying high at the moment depending on what happens in the mumbai indian games today they, they could still be top of the ipl um come come saturday evening or in in the uk um I, on the other hand, I mean, Chennai Super Kings have had a pretty miserable tournament. Maybe we think they're putting something together by, by changing up their strategy slightly. Uh, I, I basically think, though, that the Delhi Capitals are the second best team in the tournament by quite a distance. So I think Mumbai Indians, then Delhi Capitals are, are the top two uh, for reasons we've gone into before. But, but primarily, if we would just run through them again quickly, it's because they've got the best Indian, they've got some of the best Indian players. And, um, and then they back that up. They 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 effectively plug the gap that they have with uh, Rabada and Nokia mm-hmm. um, bl- delivering pace, which they didn't have before, and um, and, and Stoyness or potentially Hetmeyer um, providing a little bit of power with their overseas. So their their whole team just makes sense when you look at it. It's like okay, they've got they've got a couple of anchors in the team, but not anyone who's going to really drag you down. Then they've got uh, Pant when he's fit and and, and then like when Pant's out, you've got Hetmeyer to come in and smack the ball around and Stoyness to come in. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you know, we talked about the, I mean, like Rabada and Nokia and Ashwin, that's 12 overs. That's 12 banker overers every game. <laughs> um, Chennai Superkids, on the other hand, don't have really any of that. I mean, who's their best bowler off the top oh, of your head? Sam Curran. <laughs> oh, Rabbit, well, Rabbit, he might be. Yeah, Rabbit he might be. Jadeja's all right. Dwayne He's not Bravo. having a great tournament. Well, this is interesting, right? So I've got a bit of a thing here for CSK. We talked about him earlier. And I think that their kind of changing game plan could could well suit them here. Um, it is at Sharjah. And they've got the likes of Faf Plessis, Shane Watson. Who they've, got, they've got some big hitting there. Um, but again, like they're just not a settled unit. And I think when it comes to this point in the tournament, you don't want a team to be still like figuring out how they're going to play to win. And at the yeah. moment, they, they can easily lose this game and it goes all the pressure goes on to Monday's fixture for them. Um, I think it's going to be actually quite a good game, I think. Mm. So I, I, think I don't. I think Delhi <laughs> Capitals are going to win easily. Well, I think, uh, I think Dhoni um, is going to bat himself at four, hopefully. Uh, it's going to be Curran, Faf, uh, Watson. Watson. And they've, they've got um, Ryadu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. he's bad, he's bad, okay, but I think Doni. This is where Doni has to come and win a game for them here. If uh, Doni doesn't turn up, they're not going to win. Honestly, I'm not. If I was the Delhi Capitals, I wouldn't be scared of any of those five players. <laughs> I just will. I don't think. Like there you are. Like um, <laughs> Del- <laughs> De- uh, I've got Delhi Capitals to win <laughs> down here. Yeah, by the way, I've got, I've got Delhi Capitals to win definitely. I just I, and, bat- and bowling wise as well. I mean, like, come on. If Chawler, if, if Chawler bowls uh, uh, stoyness in that level, I think they're, they're going to have to need new balls or the whole way through around Charger. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so um, that that takes us on to Sunday's fixtures, Ross. Uh, starting with the Sunrisers, Hyderabad v Kolkata Knight Riders. Yeah, as we said uh, earlier, there has been some changing around of captains in the IPL, um, most notably. Um, 
Owen Morgan has been handed the reins from Dennis Kartik. Um, he said it was Kartik's idea, by the way. That's, that's I the bet one. it was. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 the, that's the way they're playing the press on this one. But, uh, yeah. you know, very, a very selfless thing of Kartik putting uh, the team first. They've gone for the hostage video vibe, have they? <laughs> you know, they've got, yeah. <laughs> Owen Morgan has been really nice to me, <laughs> supporting me all the way, and I just think he's probably a better guy for the job. It's fine. Um, there is no way. So when I've captained teams before, I know you're you're captain of a I don't like cricket club. There's no way you give other people the chance to captain your team. There's just not a. There's just that doesn't happen. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I, I did actually. Do, I did do that in one game this year when I was really hungover. I let Jack Price captain. <laughs> In, so sometimes in, in, maybe in, that's what's happening in Interbury yeah, Kartik's had a bad, mad one has he um, anyway <laughs> anyway um, as the I think it, the big thing here is that they got bowled out pretty much with a nine down for 112 in the last game and just had their, had their pants pulled down really um, and now the table is kind of clogging up in the middle they, they almost couldn't afford not to have their best captain take the reins um, KKR they're, they're desperate for those playoffs um, and I think they couldn't have a better fixture at this point in this in the tournament, like if you if there's a team to get one over on, it is definitely Sunrisers Hyderabad. Um, I think with Warner uh, struggling, and as we, we've kind of talked about it before, I've got written down here that Sunrisers Hyderabad is rotten. Is what I've got written down here at the moment. Yeah, I mean we went through the Dan Weston thread, which I yeah. think says it better than 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 we can. Yeah, <laughs> so I think are, uh, they're not very good. Yeah, I, I can't see anything other than a Kolkata Knight Rider win here, unless Johnny Bairstow does something spectacular. Uh, yeah, I, I'd broadly say the same I, I, I've gone KKR here I mean the only thing with KKR is they are a little bit of a mystery team aren't they There's, they're not they're definitely not playing as well as we think they could play mm-hmm. um, there are also maybe some small questions or no, not small questions but I think I think there are questions around whether Narayan will play any further part in the tournament because uh, he's been pinged for his bowling action fucking chucks out um, yeah, Ross is just miming, chucking to me there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, which, which, which is a, which is an issue for them. And then, like, if they bring Tom Banton in, which is what they did in the last game, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know if they've done that again today. Actually, I, I think Chapati was opening the batting. But um, uh, anyway, like Tom Banton, I don't think balances them out. Lockie Ferguson might balance them out slightly more. But as the pitches are getting a little bit tireder, a little bit slower, a little bit lower, uh, Narayan, you think would be a would be a, a, a he would be. Uh, one of the first players on, on their team sheet. I, I don't think Ferguson necessarily would be. No. Um, anyway, well, I, I expect them to win. KKR, I think, will make the playoffs. Um, and I don't think SRH will. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sums it up perfectly. Uh, moving on to Mumbai Indians versus Kings Eleven Punjab. It is the strongest team in the tournament coming up against the weakest team in the tournament. Um, We've said before on the IPL specials that it's going to take something special to beat the Mumbai Indians. Uh, individual special performances that kind of come out of left field and kind of take them by surprise. And in 41-year-old Chris Gale, I think there is some <laughs> real potential. Um, <laughs> uh, I kind of uh, I kind of don't see there any being any chance of Kings Eleven Punjab winning this, regardless of how well they do. Has Chris Gale got got it in him? Anymore, I hope he, I think I think the talent's there, but batting around him might not be Kings Eleven Punjab's best uh, best way of winning. Um, I also think that Kings Eleven Punjab only won because RCB was so bad, like their decision making was so bad in the last game. Um, so the Mumbai Indians to win for me. The, the Sharma the Sharma show um, is uh, yeah not going to be knocked off course with this one. I don't. Yeah, think. 
So I've not really got anything to say on either team. Uh, Mumbai Indians are very good. Kings 11, Punjab are not. Um, Mumbai Indians are going to win that game. Lovely, lovely stuff. Uh, that sums up the weekend for us and moves us on to Monday. Yeah, so the final game we'll be looking forward to before we do our show on Monday, um, which is the classic magazine show. Uh, if you're if you're if you're not a regular listener, um, Chennai Super Kings will be taking on the Rajasthan Royals. Um, these are the two teams who play twice over the weekend, and I think uh, there's the possibility that this will basically be an eliminator. So if if one of them have lost going into this game in the, in their other game or in their game on Saturday, then if they lose again, they're definitely out of it. Basically, um, if they've both won. They'll both have an even five and five record, but I think we're, then you're in the kind of portion of the tournament where losing to one of the teams in the playoff race basically mm-hmm. ends your season. So it's a four, it's a four it, pointer, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so in that situation, I think only one team can go through, and if they both won one, lost one, well then they'll be fighting to to sort, kind of catch up. So again, I think it will be um, whoever loses will be out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't think either team's very good. Um, <laughs> I think it's actually quite a hard game to call. You've, got, uh, I, you've I, kind of got the stars of yesteryear versus the stars of today in, the, in these two yeah. elements to it. <laughs> yeah, um, with, with not the world's greatest supporting cast. <laughs> I, my heart wants the Rajasthan Royals to win because I, I like, obviously they've, they've got a few England players there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tawatia story's been one of the, the best things to happen in the IPL so far. The, his his uh, heroics in the couple of games in a couple of the games that the Rajasthan Royals have won is uh, has been a real highlight. So I, I, th- I want the Rajasthan Royals to win. Um, Chennai Super Kings, on the other hand, are not that likable. But I think they're starting to figure out what might work for them, um, and so I, I, I suspect they'll have the edge based on the gameplay. Um, just on this game as well, I will mention before I let you say anything, Moss, that um, Chennai Super Kings v Rajasthan Royals is the 2013 IPL spot-fixing derby. Um, these are the two teams that were suspended uh, in in well for two years, 2015 to 2017. Um, I wrote an article about this in, in Vox Cricket this week, so go and check that out at Vox Cricket on Twitter. Uh, and, and you can you can delve into some uh, some scandal there. Uh, Ross, what do you think will happen in this game? Uh, crime, corruption, and punishment is uh, definitely going to be what you get from watching this game. I can imagine it's, uh, it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be a great one. I think, as you say, both teams play on Saturday with a one-day break. The oldies aren't going to be able to get themselves up and play on Monday. <laughs> it's not not a chance. <laughs> so you're saying Rajasthan Royals have the yeah. fitness edge? Yeah, um, I, I, ice baths all round are not going to help these guys. The cryotherapy is not going to help Donny in this situation. Um, and I think uh, even though uh, the, the real talent is, it can't be written off, I just can't see Rajasthan Royals not coming away from this with a win. Um, and ultimately, should be CSK losing two this weekend. Um, so we'll see. hopefully, I mean, fingers crossed, eh? <laughs> um, <laughs> I just kind of—it's a bit like Donny's a bit like Tom Brady in the NFL. Like everyone hates him, but for whatever reason, like. The universe is just sort of on his side, and so his teams always come through. And I'm, I'm worried. I am worried. I'm genuinely worried that CSK are going to launch a comeback for the ages. Um, imagine if CSK won. Like Donny goes to—he's already supernatural. I don't know what's after supernatural. That's when uh, that's what Donny's going to end up. Yeah. Um, anyway, that wraps up our previews. Um, yeah, good predictions there, I think, and we'll be uh, we'll be back with Monday's show. Um, yeah, please- just to. 
Oh, oh sorry. Oh, oh, we're both talking. I was just going to say, just a reminder, you can go back and listen to Monday Show. It won't be out today. That was our season review of the English summer with uh, Isabel Westbury, uh, which was, was pretty fun. The first sort of hour of that is us chatting about the summer. So if you're into your English cricket, um, go and check that out. Uh, Roth, whatever you were about to say, say that now, but I'm going to say goodbye. Okay, well, I was going to say, um, I, I listened to the podcast on Monday, Jack, and uh, you, you mentioned a Tawatia 45 and a, a, a cocktail. <laughs> Um, and what I was going to say is that what we'd love, we're going to put it onto Twitter. If you were going to create a cocktail and it's called the Tuatia 45, what is in it? So we'll post up on Twitter what you think should be in it and we'll read it out on the show next week. Um, thank you very much for listening. Follow us uh, at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram and leave us a review and subscribe on all podcast platforms. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.